Hello everyone, thank you for listening and watching another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host Tom Walker. We're back after the international break to dive into a full slate of Premier League Championship, League One and League Two action. Uh, plenty to get stuck into in terms of all the leagues. We'll bring you our best bets from each of them. Then we'll wrap them all up at the end in a bomb-proof treble, which leads us on nicely, Tom, to start the show. We were successful again with a treble, our second winner in three shows, um, with last week's very comfortable winner, really. Yeah, 6.48 was the price for that winner. And like you said, uh, we've won two of our last three now, and the one we lost, uh, we had two winners on that as well. Um, so it was just the one that let us down. So we're, we're hitting form um, at a really great time, especially with the full slate returning. And then also a midweek slate of EFL action as well. Absolutely delicious. Oh, juicy. Yeah. Juicy. And it does pay to watch the show or listen to the show when it's the international break because we see mm. it all the time. Because there's no Premier League or Championship, our listeners and our viewers decline a bit. Yep. Which I guess is natural and normal mm-hmm. um, because most people are interested in the Premier League content. But you're missing out. Massively. You know, Massively missing out. So, yeah, next time is an international break in November. Make sure you listen to the pod. Absolutely. Um, we also want to touch on something brand new for the podcast, which is uh, been sent out on Twitter today, and you can find that at T underscore FB podcast on, on Twitter. Um, it's our new exclusive Patreon account, which is called FBP Plus. Um, and it's a little bit extra. It's completely free. Um, And what we're going to do on that is put a few bets out every week that are completely exclusive to that. We're not going to read them out on the pod. Um, And yeah, see if we can get some profitability there as well. We're going to do more things like player prop bets, uh, more specific niche markets we'll look into on there. Everything will be fully researched with a write-up on there as well. And all the profit will be tracked. So if you want to get a little bit extra um, from the podcast, then please do head over to um, T underscore FB podcast on Twitter, and then you can find the link to the Patreon on there uh, where you can sign up as well. So please do join us. Um, hopefully, we'll get even more profit to add to what we read out on the show and the trebles. Yeah, it's a great way to deliver some more refined bets, right? The slate yeah. is so big that we can't read out a first score or tip for every single game. We can't read out a yellow card tip, a player shot. We can't tip out all these little bits and pieces, but these are things that me and you, Tom, back on a weekly basis that we want to share with everyone because we think we're, we're pretty good at it on top of the bread and butter of the you know teams to win, both teams to score, unders, overs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's, without any further ado, go straight into the Premier League then. As usual, we're going to pick out our highlights across all four divisions and hopefully find some winners. Um, Premier League and League Two is where it's at, I want to say, before we start. Mm. Championship and League One, there's not an awful lot of meat there for me. But Premier League is decent. League Two is very good as usual. So we'll see what we've got here. Kicks off of Liverpool against Everton on Saturday at 12.30. 
And for me, Liverpool will probably win. They're far too short at 1.3. And I don't know if you've got any further opinion on this, but I couldn't make my mind up whether Liverpool will win and both teams will score or Liverpool will win and both teams won't score, to be honest. And so <laughs> I'm not quite sure where to go, but I, th- I do think Liverpool will win. I think Liverpool to win and both teams to score, which is what I've got wrote down here at 2.5. Yeah, 2.5. Uh, I think Everton have hit the stride, haven't they? And and they're, they're always going to be a threat from set pieces, even though they haven't actually scored as many as you'd think this season. James Garner's delivery, Dwight McNeil, uh, Tarkovsky, Calvert-Lewin, etc. You, you would think that they would be able to, uh, to to threaten from set pieces at least. And then Abdullah Dukore, they got probably one of the most underrated kind of attacking eights in the league. So, yeah, I can see them getting on the score sheet, but Liverpool to have way too much. Yeah, OK. Um, into the three o'clock, so we'll start off with the first couple. Bournemouth against Wolves and Brentford against Burnley. Does that summarise it? Not for me. I think we can get some value in Wolves, to oh, be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 3.0, I'll definitely be having a tickle. Um, when you have a look at, at Bournemouth, they've, they've got so many good players. Like I, I genuinely think, I, I hate calling for change, but Irao Ola, is it? Irao Ola? Yeah, I can't see it. Irao Ola, something like that. Yeah, I'm just not seeing it. I think he's massively underperforming at the moment, Bournemouth for 19th. And to be honest with you, showing absolutely no sign of uh you know kicking on they've only won one in five and that was a carabao cup win over stoke and if we have a look at their premier league games they failed to score in three of the last four the one game they did score in was an away loss to brighton 3-1 they should be getting way more from this team and yeah when we uh when you look at wolves you know a team that is probably going to struggle this season and we'll, we'll still be down there, but definitely looking better than I thought um, they would. Uh, Lamina has been great in centre mid. Uh, Kaladzic, the Austrian striker looks like a handful. Remember he's barely played for Wolves cause he did his, uh, I think his ACL on his debut or something like that, yeah. but it's all about Pedro Neto, who's probably been for me, the best player in the league so far. And Huang Hee Chan, who's just five and eight. Um, yeah, I don't see why they don't go here full of confidence. Pressure's all on Bournemouth. Wolves to get a win, 3.0. Gary, Mc, Gary McNeil? Gary O'Neill uh, with that extra bit of motivation between his teeth, I'm sure. <laughs> Sound like you're merging Dwight McNeil and Gary O'Neill into one superhuman. Um, we'll look at the next bunch of three o'clocks, and there's three to look through. They're Three short prices, so Man City, Newcastle and Forest, all short prices to win. Probably talking points in all of them. Um, so first we'll start with Man City against Brighton. I think here um, you can get Man City to win at 1.36. I think we can boost that to 2.4 with Man City to win and both teams to score. Um, Brighton haven't kept a clean sheet for 13 consecutive games. They're not on a particularly good run of form. Um no clean sheets in 14 consecutive games against Manchester City in head-to-heads. And City, very um, unlike Man City, have been very loose at the back uh, this season. They've not kept a clean sheet in 
eight of the last nine games. So the only clean sheet came against Forest in the league. Uh, so with that being said, and the fact they are conceding regularly, even though it's only kind of ones here and there, and the odd two, um, I think City will win this one, 3-1, something like that. Um, Man City's home record in the league is fantastic. They've not lost for for months. I'll move us into the Newcastle game against Crystal Palace. Uh, uh, Crystal Palace have only failed to score in one away game this season. So I'm going for Newcastle to win and both teams to score. So Newcastle on the nose regularly, 1.45. If we chuck in that both teams to score, it's going to be 3.4. Both teams to score as an isolated bet is even money. Uh, I just think Newcastle, obviously, have, have turned St. James's Park into a great fortress. The vibe there is pretty unrivaled. Uh, but, you know, as much as Palace are a little bit kind of Palace, you know, kind mm-hmm. of stodgy, stuck in ninth, win one, lose one, you know, just very mid-table. Uh, I do think they can go there and, uh, and score a goal at least. Uh, I mean, the one thing I will say is Crystal Palace are the third lowest scorers in the league with just seven so far. So uh, not exactly firing on all cylinders, but I can see them getting one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think Newcastle will get the victory here. Uh, Another short price, though. Uh, Forest against Luton. Crikey, Forest are short, aren't we here? 1.66. We were saying before we came on air, seeing Forest in a Premier League match at 1.66 is bloody frightening. Um, I do think we'll win. We are typically very good at the city ground. If we look back to last season as well, uh, we've only lost one of the last eight Premier League games at home. Um, I I can't see it changing, but it frightens the life out of me to bet on Forest at 1.66. Luton double chance, I think, is worth a look. Pessimistic Peter. No, it's 2.15. I think this is a massive, massive trap game for Forrest. You talk about the home form. I think if we go through it, a draw against Brentford, a draw against Burnley, a loss against Burnley in the league, in the cup, sorry, a narrow win against Sheffield United in the league. Forrest haven't got going at home at all. They've been much better uh, away from home performance-wise than home, in my opinion. And they're just very stodgy. They are one of the lowest scorers in the league. Uh, they are just above Palace, as I mentioned, uh, and Burnley on seven. Forrester on eight. Incredibly stodgy. I could see this ending in a draw, to be honest no. with you. Uh, Forrest win 2-0. 2-0. 3.75. Taylor Awani is still injured. Chris Wood, sure, maybe at times from the start. Not sure. 3.75 for the draw or Luton double chance for me. Yeah, honestly, I, d- I don't see how you can talk yourself into the fact that Forrest are, are doing well this season and they're going to go do this, that and the other. They've, they've been really stodgy. I think they'll they'll finish exactly where a stodgy kind of season gets you, which is 12th, 13th, 14th, which is a brilliant season. I just don't see why you would be backing them to win based on performances at the moment. Okay, fair. I feel like um, Luton keep letting you down every week. You're champion every week at the moment on the pod and they keep letting you down. Yeah. Um, hopefully they'll let you down again this weekend. I'd, but I'd like see. them to. I'd like them to. Um, 5 though, we've got Chelsea against Arsenal. Um, 
any particular preference here because Arsenal are, are a decent price above evens. Um, it's rare that you get, you know, your, your Man Cities and your Arsenals at prices above evens. And the 2.3 here away at Chelsea, can you see them getting the win? Yes. Defensively, Chelsea have been uh, very solid recently. Uh, it's not enough for their kind of little uptick in form for me to fall into the trap that they can go toe-to-toe with a genuine title challenger like Arsenal. I think it's very generous for the bookies to be giving us uh, 2.3. Of course, last season, can't really go off too much, but if you you are a historical backer, Arsenal went here 1-1-0 last season. I could see something very similar. It's not going to be easy for Arsenal, but I think that's generous in the bookies, and I'll uh, I'll be all over that. Yep, Kai Havertz to get a goal, perhaps. Hmm. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Finally, then on Saturday, Sheffield United against Manchester United. Uh, Manu at one point four. Will they win? Probably. Will it be a horrible game? Probably. Yes. Will it be, will it be a low scoring, hard fought, ground out victory? Probably, but I won't be betting on it to be honest. Yeah. Cannot cannot be going anywhere near United at that, nope. especially after the you know the fight that Sheffield United put up against Man City. I know they got completely blitzed by Newcastle, but if they put in anything like that, they'll run it close. Mm-hmm. Um, right, we've got Aston Villa at home to West Ham as the only game on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to go for Aston Villa, one point nine, and it's just their record at home in the league is fantastic, isn't it? Uh, I'm looking at the, the stats on my on my phone now. Um, nine consecutive victories for Villa in the Premier League at home. So, yeah, um, I've got to go with it. You know, they've, they've knocked off some decent teams there. It's not just, you know, the lower sides in the division. We're talking wins against Brighton, uh, Spurs, Newcastle, Forest. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll, they'll win here. But West Ham can cause them problems. For sure. Villa win both teams to score, maybe? Both teams to score. Exactly what I'm going off, Tom. Both game, both teams, sorry, including their Europa League and Europa Conference League exploits. Four of their last six games for both sides have been uh, both teams to score. So, yeah, for me, goals galore. Uh, yeah, I think I'd go Villa if I had to, but I'd rather go goals. Yeah, fair. And then finally then to wrap up the Premier League, we've got Tottenham against Fulham on Monday. Uh, 1.5 for Spurs, 6 for Fulham and 4.5 for the draw. And for Spurs at home, considering the fantastic form they're in, uh, currently sat top of the Premier League. Uh, I doubt they'll be there by the time this game comes around. But um, yeah, it's a a fantastic... Well, it's it's not a fantastic price. That's a bit over the top for Hmm. me. Um, it's not too bad. It's 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 fine, and it's fine. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I think it's fair. I think Spurs will score at least two goals. They scored at least two goals in every game this season, bar the uh, one against Luton last time they played in the Premier League. Um, yeah, I, I I just think they'll get a comfortable routine win here against Fulham. Yep. So do I. Nothing more to add. Okay. Uh, championship then and it is well and truly the start of sacking season isn't it across the Mm. EFL you know we're recording on a Wednesday and even today uh, in the hours before we started recording the podcast I've seen a couple of uh, 
sacking tweets across across the leagues. Um, you know, people changing the dugouts, and uh, we'll see how that impacts results this week. Um, I just want to quickly get your take on the Middlesbrough Birmingham game. Obviously, Wayne Rooney's first game in charge after John Eustace was sacked before the international break. Rooney's had a week or so to work with the players and they're 4.5 away at Middlesbrough who are now on a very good run of form, four wins in a row in the championship. But you know me and you know I love a new manager bounce and I want to know what you think, but 4.5 for Birmingham is uh, is, is quite tempting to be fair. It's big for sure. It won't be seeing a penny of my money. Um <laughs> At all. I think what you'll find, Tom, it, you know, if you go back to uh, Rooney at Derby, he set up a very pragmatic team. Obviously, he had crazy circumstances surrounding what he was working with, etc. So I think he'll, he'll go there and he'll, he'll go there not to lose. But I think Middlesbrough are in the groove right now and, and will be too good to, uh, to, to not, uh, not win. Uh, I'm actually going Middlesbrough to win and both teams to score no which is 3.0. Um, I don't think Rooney will look to unleash the attacking side of Birmingham quite yet. I think he'll want to get his feet under the table. Okay, fair. Um, I want to touch on Preston in the 12.30 at 2.37. And it wasn't something that particularly I was bothered about. But um, before we came on air, I noticed that Gary Rowett has left Millwall. He's been there for four years. They've had a bit of a rocky start to the season. I think they're in 15th in the league. Um, so a very mixed bag in terms of their campaign in the championship so far. Uh, and yeah, I just think the manager departing this close to a game, his assistant stepping up for this weekend, whilst they find a new man to uh, take charge in the dugout. I think they're going away to Preston, who whilst they have been a little bit ropey um, across their last few results, they have won four or five in the league at home at Deepdale. So considering they are generally pretty strong here um, and they're playing a, a now managerless Millwall, 2.37 could be a decent price in the lunchtime kickoff for Preston to get three points. Yep, I'm, a, I'm with you on that one. West Brom are a team that I have barely tipped uh, this season, but I'm going to in their home game against Plymouth, 1.7 for West Brom. Uh, it's basically down to West Brom's home record against Plymouth's away record. And I know sometimes it's not that simple, but I honestly think it might be on this occasion. Uh, West Brom have played five at home, won three, drew one, lost one. And Plymouth have played five away games, won zero, drew two, lost three. They've only scored four goals on the road. Uh, compare that to the 14 that they've scored at home. And yeah, West Brom, are they a team that I'm massively in love with and I think they're flying and, you know, going to end up in the playoffs? No, I think they'll miss out ultimately. But we're talking about the here and now um, and they've built a really solid foundation with three clean sheets in the last four. Um, I just think they'll have enough to, to see off a good Plymouth side at home, but one where the wheels are coming off a bit, Tom. Um, you know, four defeats in the last six just one win, uh, their, their acclimatisation looked very easy at the beginning of the season, but it looks like it's uh, kind of hit a bit of a wall at the moment, which is completely understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
there's only really one more thing that that I particularly like in the championship this week. So um, maybe you might have a bit more to pad this bit out. Uh, but it's in the Blackburn against Cardiff match, and it's both teams to score. That's, I'm pretty... not kidding you. That's exactly what I had. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's 1.66 um, for both teams to get on the score sheet. Now, Blackburn haven't kept a clean sheet at home since April. Um, it's 11 consecutive games going right back into last season uh, across all competitions and pre-season. Yeah, no clean sheets in 11 consecutive home games stretching back to April. Um, and Cardiff, generally, are having a very good season. They're eighth in the league, five wins from their 11 games. Are they capable of of winning, winning away at Blackburn? I, I don't, yes, but I wouldn't go that way. Um, are they capable of scoring at Blackburn? Absolutely. And, and Blackburn are typically very good at home anyway. And and even though I've just said they don't keep clean sheets, they are generally pretty good at home and, and do tend to score quite a few. So I think it'll be a fairly entertaining game here. Um, Result-wise, not sure where it's going to go. But yeah, both teams will score. Into League One, and we're going to start off with Derby County. Uh, they are away at Shrewsbury, a team that I said, I think last week or the week before, that I was really concerned about. Um, they've done little to change my mind in that time, despite getting a win um, against uh, Northampton Town. And yeah, Derby for me, you know, just away from home, uh, have largely been good this season. They've lost none of their last four away matches. None of their last seven in all uh, home and away. Um, they've managed to win four of their last six home and away. And, you know, I just think that, you know, a team that's won four of six at, at um, their opponent's grounds and scoring 14, conceding six, goal difference of eight. Like, this, this, is, a, this is a serious team on the road. And I know they've let us down for the bet, which I spoke about at the start of the show. They were the team that killed us uh, a couple of weeks back. But, you know, the second best away record in the league speaks volumes for me. And, uh, yeah, Derby shouldn't have any issues. And if they're serious about mounting a promotion charge, they've got to go to Shrewsbury and get a win, who uh, are kind of sliding without control, really. Mm. Yeah, I can see why you've chucked it out there. I'm not going anywhere near Derby. 1.85, I think it's a, a good price, to be honest. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I'm going to touch on Charlton at 1.83. So just a tad shorter there than Derby, but I, I feel Charlton are a much more solid pick this week. Um, they're on a good run of form now at home. They scored at least two goals in five consecutive home league games, uh, winning three and drawing one of the last four as well. So doing very well at home at the Valley. And Reading are just shocking. They're woeful away from home. Uh, they've lost all games they've played away from home in League One this season. So six played, six lost. Um, and they're not losing. They're not, sorry, they're also losing to particularly uh, average teams, I'd say. You know, these are losses to Leighton Orient, to Northamptons, to Cambridge, to Exeter, to Port Vale. You know, it's not like they're. They're going away to the big hitters and losing. They're losing to, to, to fairly average mid-table teams here. Um, so a trip away to Charlton, who are who are banging form, I think Charlton will get this one comfortably. Probably the standout, uh, well, probably this and another one in League Two. 
are the standout tips in the entire slate this weekend from a purely kind of um, percentage to win term rather than a price. Portsmouth, 1.53 at home to Carlisle. Um, yeah, I mean, first against 20th, south against north. It's a long way for Carlisle to come. Portsmouth have won six in a row. Carlisle have won one of six. Pompey haven't lost at home all season. Carlisle have won just one of six and only scored six on the road. Yada, yada, yada. It's a pretty obvious one, but it is about as strong as it gets this weekend. Pompey, yeah. 1.53. Completely agree. Completely agree. If there's uh, anything other than a Portsmouth win here, I think something's gone majorly wrong. And yeah. uh, Everybody, everybody's hackers will be shot, won't they? Yeah, they'll be absolutely down the drain. Um, what have we got? Yeah, one more from me in this league. Uh, Burton at 2.6, I thought was quite a ni- nice price. They're the outsiders in their game against Bristol Rovers, even though they are the home side. Um, Dino Marmory has clearly clubbed some heads together at Burton because they've won three in a row now, unbeaten in seven consecutive games. And it's that form especially at home where they are when where they have won three in a row um, and only lost one of the last five which makes me wonder why they're such a big price against the Bristol Rovers side who are in very patchy form they've lost three of their last four away games in League one so it's not like they're on particularly good form themselves um, so yeah the form compared to the odds doesn't quite stack up. Um, for this particular game for me. So Burton to win at a big price, at a minimum Burton on the double chance. Moving into League Two? Yep, let's move into our favourite league in the whole wide world. Yeah, Mansfield Town I'll get started off with. Um, 1.45. I think they must be the shortest price in yeah, in League Two. Uh, I mean, Tom, I don't know if you saw highlights or watched because... Obviously, it was international break and they put the Notts County Mansfield game on. Uh, Sky, um, unbelievable performance of Mansfield in the Nottinghamshire derby. A 4-1 win. Mm. Um, amazing, really. Uh, you have to take your, your hat off to them. Uh, they must be absolutely bouncing into this game. They've won two consecutively. They've won three of the last six. The other three were draws, so no defeats in their last six. Um, Forest Green have, have turned it round somewhat. Um, you know, David Horseman was apparently on the uh, on the chopping block, but he's responded to that pressure after four consecutive defeats with two uh, consecutive wins. One was in the Pizza Cup, uh, but the other one a five nil battering of Colchester. And uh, yeah, as a Colchester backer, I couldn't believe my eyes, to be honest with you, <laughs> um, last weekend. But yeah, Mansfield shouldn't have any issues. Uh, putting Forest Green aside, despite that, they're unbeaten at home all season, winning three of six and drawing uh, three of them as well. They have been a bit goal shy at home, which does concern me. They've scored double the amount of goals away from home, uh, Mansfield. They've scored 14 on the road and seven at home. So I'd love to see that improve. But I think this game played 10 times, you know, Mansfield win this eight or nine comfortably. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Uh, Tom, a few certainties in life. Death, taxes, crew to score 
two or more goals in huh. every League Two game this season. <laughs> uh, this is one of those recurring themes on the pod, I feel, that keeps coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to keep going with it. Yep. Um, they have scored at least two goals in 12 of their 13 League Two matches so far this season. Um, they go away to Crawley this weekend. Crawley themselves have been involved in some big high-scoring games so far. So this one has a, a, the potential to be a cracker on paper for me. Um, but yeah, crew going away. Yeah, that, that scoring record, I can't ignore it. For them to score at least two goals again this weekend, it's 2.5. So I'm absolutely all over it, to be honest. Even their, even though their away record, Cruz, isn't actually that great. Um, they've scored two, three, two, two, four. So um, there's only one win there. Despite the fact that they're scoring all those goals, they they've lost four two, they've drew three all, they've had a couple of two all draws. So um, result wise, it's probably going to be a bit of a coin toss. It could go any way, but yeah, I think there'll be goals and entertainment here. Woo woo woo! That is the potential price of the weekend, Claxon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go. Um, it's not County. Two point six two away at mm. Gillingham. I don't understand why we're not excited about Notts County still. Um, yeah, they haven't won in three, but if you have a look at that, they drew away at Barrow. Sure, they'll be a bit disappointed with that. They lost to Derby in the Pizza Cup, whatever, and got hammered by Mansfield. That's fine. But before that, they were the darlings of the league, really. Uh, apart from that Colchester defeat where they lost 5-4, um, they were absolutely sensational and, and they were top of the league and they're everybody's fancy. But now it seems that not many people are talking about them. A couple of pods and articles that I've been listening to, not even a mention of Knots this weekend. And mm. we're talking about a Gillingham side who have also come off a 4-1 defeat. But this one's against Walsall, which gives me more alarm bells than the Knots uh, County Mansfield one. And uh, Gillingham before that, you know, it's, it's, they're kind of propped up on quicksand a little bit. They beat MK Dons, who we, we saw change their manager uh, in midweek. That's about as easy as it gets. Uh, they lost to Crew. They drew to Mansfield. They lost to Doncaster. Uh, since the Neil Harris thing, they, they really have kind of been propped up on quicksand. And, and honestly, I, I'm not buying it at all. Not keep the faith, 2.62. I think you could be looking at that come five o'clock and be like, wow, why didn't I back mm. a team that was top of the league like a week ago? Mm. Yeah, I, whilst I do agree, and retrospectively, this could be a, a really good price, I feel like we've been here before and been stung before because I remember on the last couple of pods where they played away from home, they've been above evens, and that was when they played Colchester away, they, they were even money. When they played Barrow away, they were 22 and they failed to win in both games because we. I remember us saying, oh, can't you a good price or over evens for a change? Let's, mm. let's jump on them. And they let us down twice. So I'm a little bit wary. But 2.62 is, you know, we're, we're getting into different levels here of pricing. And that's, uh, yeah, it is tempting. Yep. It's tempting. Um, general woo-woo-woo bet of the weekend. You, you alluded to it when we touched on Portsmouth. Um, the other one is Stockport. 
They're 1.53 at home to Grimsby. And yeah, similarly to the Pompey game, something is going to have gone drastically wrong and everyone's Akers will absolutely be in tatters if, if Stockport lose as well. Uh, eight consecutive wins, nine uh, games without defeat. And they're playing a Grimsby side at home who are winless in the last three without a clean sheet in nine. So all the stats, all the form and momentum just adds up to a Stockport win here, considering they're now top of the league. Grimsby down in 18th, won three of their 13 all season. Yeah, it's it would be a huge coupon buster if, if Stockport didn't win again here. Mm. Yep, totally agree. It's it's a standout in League Two, that that and Portsmouth. Mm. Um yeah, they look they look very, very, very strong. Um so yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh do you have anything else for the profit chasers? Yes. Uh Salford, I think, could get a win at a good price. They're two point seven. They're at home to Swindon. Um, I appreciate Swindon are in sixth. However, their home form and away form is like night and day. Uh, they are second, Swindon, in the home for ta- form table. However, away from home, they've won just one of their six games. So they are very much struggling on the road. Um, that win came away at Forest Green back on the 15th of August. So five games since, no victories. Um, and Salford, yes, they lost to Wrexham. Um last weekend late on 3-2 but they have scored at least two goals in five consecutive league games now so three wins and two defeats in that um both the defeats have been 3-2 defeats so if they can keep things tighter at the back they have got proven firepower proven they can score goals they're doing it consistently um coupled with Swindon's poor away form i think 2.7 for Salford uh, could be a decent one this weekend Okay, uh, so we'll, we will transition, sorry, into reviewing last week's treble in a little bit more detail and then going through this week's treble. So looking back, it, w- it was pretty comfortable in the end, to be honest with you. Uh, we had right. Swindon Town uh, to beat Newport. They did so. They won 2-0. Then we had Crew Tom, as you alluded to, to beat Tranmere. They won what score? 2-0. Correct. And then we had Stockport away at Harrogate Town, and they managed to win 3-1. So to say it was 6.48, that's pretty comfortable, to be honest with you. Mm. And it's another treble victory, same as what we had a couple of weeks ago, where we could have gone for the minus one and won even more. we could, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Uh, The Saturday 1st of October fixtures, 2-0, 2-0, 3-0, all in our favour. You're you're spot on. And do you know what? The the one between them, the one that we lost because Derby drew, the two teams that we had also won two 0 Maybe you're on to something. Yeah, yes. Maybe worth backing the, the the handicap minus one treble version as well. Mm. Um so for this weekend, and you, you might want to look at it because to be honest, this isn't the biggest price treble in the world this weekend. Um we are gonna go for uh Portsmouth to beat Carlisle. We're going to go for Stockport to beat Grimsby and then Charlton to beat Reading. So a £10 example stake would return you £45.60. The treble paying 4.56 there. So that's Portsmouth, Stockport and Charlton. Nice. Yeah, really fancy that. Like we said, P 
particularly the Pompey Stockport legs look mm-hmm. unbelievably strong. And then, yeah, Charlton, as you mentioned, Tom Redding, not having the best time of it, especially away from home. So, yeah, really confident of that. Hopefully, uh, you guys will join us on uh, the train back in that treble. But we're hoping that everyone gambles responsibly. We hope everybody puts their own research into these uh, legs. Yeah, me and Tom are saying that Stockport and Portsmouth are strong, but you know we spent time looking into it, and it's just our opinion at the end of the day. So make sure you're doing your own research off the back of that and uh, keeping your stakes uh, to an affordable limit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that is pretty much everything for this week. There's no point going through fantasy football because there hasn't been any games. Um, so yeah, just thank you for listening. We appreciate everyone that does all the good comments and all the bet slips that have been flying in on social media. We love to see them. We love to see that people have been making a bit of money off the back of the podcast. Um, please do check out FBP plus. Um, once again, you can go to social media and get the link to join there. Uh, yeah. And, and thanks for listening really. Yeah. T underscore FB podcast will be the, the place to be for the midweek EFL slate as well. So keep your eye out. That'll be the only spot where we, we put out the bulk of the tips. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Have a profitable weekend again, and we'll see you same time again next week.